Well, 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 hello everyone. Mm. It's been it's been long, I should say. It's been long since we last came to the end of the year, 2021. Yeah, it's been long, but you see, 2021 was one of those years that passed when we were like seeing, we were all like noticing. So it passed quite rather quickly than we expected. So from 2019, we've been having these waves of, uh, of you know, COVID. And um, I think the thing we can actually start off with this year is the fact that a few speculations from who show that we might have to, a micron might just be the last variant of COVID that is going to affect us so bad. So I think that's a good news we can kick a kickstart the year with. Otherwise, I congratulate you upon finishing the year and I congratulate whoever finished the year with his goals. You know, you set out to do something in 2021 and you finished it. Congratulations, because I mean, let's face it, it wasn't simple in the COVID period to go over everything or to go over anything, especially our plans, many of us, you know. It always, always, almost always didn't work as we planned in uh, in COVID, in COVID periods. So, you Maybe it's, it's, it's you are planning to marry. Maybe you are planning to throw a huge family party. Maybe you are planning to launch a business. Maybe you are planning to... It's just a lot. And then it's undeniable that these, uh, you know, these um, lockdowns have been hitting on and on and on and on and on and then have been affecting our programs in that sort of way. So, I mean... It's quite to say it was one hell of a year, 2021. So we are welcoming 2022 in a vibe, setting new goals. Some of you setting new goals, though I, for one, I don't set goals. I just, I just do what I'm doing at the moment, and then I let the year take me where it has to take me. So I just drive on with the year. I don't set goals. I realized when you set goals in most cases, you'll get disappointed and you might get disappointed when you have actually achieved a lot of things. So if you plan to go 1,000 miles and you go 300 miles, you feel you have lost so much. You feel you have lost so much. But when actually the 300 miles you have gone are actually a good thing and they have taken your life on the next step and it is something you should be appreciating, something you should be celebrating. But then at the end of the day, you don't. So that's why, personally, I do not set, I do not set yearly goals. I, I do, I do, however, set some, not some, but I do, however, set goals. I should say decade goals, you know. Yeah, I said something ahead, something in five years, something in 10 years, something in 15 years. So that's how I do it. And then I work upon that on my daily actions. Of course, I said short-term goals, short-term actions. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. That's not what we're here for. We're not here to talk about me. We are here to reinvent African systems. Uh, so today, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. But let me know, let me tell you, when it comes to Africa, of course, there is always something to talk about because there is almost always something going wrong somehow, somewhere. Yeah, so recently I 
had to update my status on one of my shows so i was criticizing these people who think that just because a product has been you know manufactured in your country means that actually that product is fake so we have had all these issues of fake product you know fake visigo fake products fake fake jellies fake lotions fake cars fake roads fake radios fake politics fake systems fake education everything fake 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 everything fake that's basically what we have in africa and i have realized i have come to realize in all these years analysts can't be lying it sh- it is something happening in uh in a lot of you know like places it is happening in a lot of places and analysts all everywhere across the world in and outside of africa it the having put that thing in our minds that we cannot produce good products is the reason why our markets do not our why our markets are flooded with european and and american and latin and asian products especially asian products and especially chinese products so that is the reason why and i've been you see in africa when i grow up you're my brother we we grow up with you and i i i grew up with you you're my you know good friend close person and then we hit our 20s we hit our 28th and then i I start a company. I start this company. Maybe it deals in plastics, or maybe it deals in books, big books manufacturing, or paper, or paper and pulp. Uh, you're most probably never going to, and you have this shop that deals in the same product, and you actually sell them. So I manufacture and you sell. There is always that thing that Africans have in their heads. I grew up with him. He cannot make a good product. You know. his products are just fake he's he's just a normal guy he's he's someone I've, i have grown up seeing i don't think he can make a good product i will just opt for something from china and then we all know china is like the world's biggest faker i know yeah so uh, we would rather go for something else rather than something made by a by a Ugandan or an African or a Kenyan or Ethiopian or Nigerian or South African or well not too big of a situation in South Africa because South Africa has has had some years of patriotism growing and growing and growing but yeah they still have some issues and undoubted undoubtedly you can't you can't omit them but you see they do not have patriotism issues like we do in East Africa so uh, it is the reason why our economies are still lagging behind i tell you people and it is the reason why people are still poor very many people are still poor and it is the reason also why starting a company in africa is very hard and hence which makes it the reason why 90% of african youths and african societies and african population tend to seek jobs rather than start businesses and then which is the reason why they are almost european and asian and american companies everywhere on our streets besides our homes roads being constructed everything so like in uganda we have this we have this and i should say this is a personal problem and a government problem this is not just about us 
because you see even I have I, I won't mention names but in certain countries presidents don't believe that uh, that companies in their own country can actually deliver they can actually deliver good services and they can actually construct long lasting roads and they can actually but they forget that the products manya uh, the the materials that they are using and the machinery they are using is the same machinery they exported from outside because apparently they don't have companies producing that machinery in our respective countries so the machinery they are using are the same machinery the chinese are using the only difference is that now the chinese are operating actually now the chinese are making blacks operate the machinery instead of blacks making blacks operate machinery so i think it is just and this is not about color don't get me wrong but i think we just don't believe in what we can do the capacities uh, that we hold we don't believe in one another we don't believe that a fellow african can do something great and it is killing us because get this like in our country here in uganda there is this project that was started that that started uh, that went under construction in 2017 yes 2017 no 2018 it is called the the international specialized hospital of uganda that project was uh, estimated to cover around actually it was estimated to take government revenue of 1.6 trillion shillings so that's around uh that's around uh, 900 i don't know that's around 900 I, i that's almost half a billion dollar eh that's almost half a billion dollar so and that, and this project this project has went on it was given to chinese the company it was a chinese company constructing and then the international specialized hospital of uganda has had construction has gone on for now three three years well four years but let's just deduct one year for the sake of covid and which in our country in uganda covid they did not stop construction construction went on the way it should they did not stop no one from constructing from continuing with construction so the lockdowns did not affect construction companies so the four years that this project has been in ex- in, uh, in constructions recently the parliament was pleading to the ministry of finance and ministry of whatever it has to be that is responsible for construction and all that that this project is still on the first floor they have just finished the ground floor and that was a chinese company a great chinese company i should say and for reference it's called power china so power china or power china international so when they took them to the parliament that explain why explain why this project the why this project was very lagging behind and when the money was available these people had to say oh wait we are power china you you gave that you give that project power china international then the parliament asked are these are, are these are we dealing with two different companies then they said no it's the same company only this this is a subsidiary of the other then they said what are you doing in this country they said we are doing on we're working on other projects and they so it is almost it is annoying it is so annoying that 
even European or Chinese or Asian or American companies that we tend to think that they do the best, they are doing all this bullshit because this is an inter- this is going to be the biggest hospital in East Africa. Undoubtedly, I don't want to think Aga Khan Hospital in Kenya is going to be bigger than this. This is going to be the biggest hospital in East Africa. Operating hearts, even sections with having sections of even brain surgery and then heart transplant and kidney transplant and all that because that that was the main thing. That was the main the main goal of the of the hospital to have all these people moving out to India to to have to be to get operated. It is to have them remain, you know, like inside the country and then get these services at a lower price. So this is going to be the biggest hospital in East Africa. But I tell you, after four years of construction, after four years of a certified company's construction, I have to put in quotes, a Western company constructing, the hospital is still on the ground floor. And then this is not just the whole hospital. This is only one section, like the smallest proportion of the hospital. The way you would say the maternal ward, eh? It's they are still on the maternal ward, and then they are still on the ground ground floor, eh? So that's what's going on. And I'm saying, if there is fault in humanity. It isn't just about who, it isn't about Africans, it isn't about Europeans. Everyone makes mistakes. That is true. And the fact that we tend to take so seriously the mistakes we make on our own, and then we tend to opt for 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 Western countries for help, I mean, that thing is degrading. I mean... I, I, I have to assume that if this project was given a local company, it would be halfway done right now because that project was supposed to be finished in 2022. And now here in 2022, they have got it, they have reclaimed the project. The government has reclaimed the project from Power China or Power China International, whatever it is. And now they have given it to an Italian company. I hear, I have a guy, I have a guy who works there works at the construction site he told me i hear these people they come and then they show up they show up once every week and then the supervisors are you know like fellow ugandans which is fine and which is of course i mean energizing and then he told me that they do not work as fast because they are not sure whether at the end of the week the italians are going to come and pay so you might just work your ass off and then at the end of the week you don't get paid. So they don't work as fast. And that is not a problem of Ugandans, of course. It is not. You see, an employee is an employee wherever they are, whether you're working in Dubai, whether you're working... An employee is an employee. You have to comply with the system. You have to you have to look at the system, study the system, then find faults, then use those faults to your advantage. That's just the nature of work. We all know that. And you can recall when we were all like at school, we used to do that. You look at the bleaches in a school and you take advantage of those, you know, you take advantage of those faults that the school itself within itself has. And then maybe if there is a glitch in the gates, if there is a if there is somewhere you can get out of the school through, you don't tell that to teachers to correct it. It is only normal. That is being human. Even that, even I want to think even in heaven it happens. But let's not go there. But 
you see these employees if they were getting if they were sure that they would get paid at the end of the week and since it's a new company of course if they were sure they would get paid at the end of the week they would be putting in very much effort such that at the end of the week when Italians come and they find that they have not done anything they won't get paid but they know that they might not get paid why it has happened before and i tell you this company has only been with this project for around um for around 2 months now and it means they have skipped payment payment of the employees for around two times so that is the company now handling our grand east african project i should call it because we are soon joining it to one country anyway so and i'm saying if it was a local company i'm not trying to assume that it would be better than this and it would do better than this but if it was a local company doing this kind of bullshit the government would have sacked they would have terminated the contract they would have terminated the license the working license of this company they would have chased away all the people they would have arrested the managers they would have that is what they would have done and i'm saying why do you have to be so hard on yourselves even these companies you're hiring from outside can make mistakes can make such huge mistakes and such you know such obvious mistakes so i i ask myself why i sit down and ask myself why why do we hate ourselves why don't we believe that we can do anything why because get this the one 1.5 trillion trillion shillings or 1.6 or how much whatever it is if this money has to go through uganda this if this chinese company or this italian company takes this revenue and elsewhere anywhere because if we subtract uh the proportion of, of this of this revenue you'll find that the company will walk away with around uh 800 billion and then you could say the 500 billion maybe went went into went into uh you could say the 500 billion to construction material and 200 billion went into you know employees and then 800 billion is being taken away by the company and then it's also going to divide in whatever they have to divide but if it was a local company imagine 800 million staying in the economy staying in the economy it would do a lot even if you defy because the trick is by then it wouldn't be 800 economy it wouldn't just be 800 800 billion do billion shillings staying in the economy it would be 1.3 trillion because even the employees working on this project they also ugandans mm? they are also ugandans the drivers the from the you know even working on this project they are ugandan except the company owners the company which owns the which have of the project in its hands so around 1.3 trillion ugandan shillings would have stayed in the economy and then these employees take this money to shops they take this money to markets they take this money to buy a lot of things they take this money to technician technicians they take this they probably have their radios and TVs dead 
then these employees they are going to take a lot of you know they are going probably go into an electronic shop and purchase some computer 10 million go into some car hall and purchase an exo an exotic mercedes bet at, at 100 million i don't know but somehow we have a revenue remaining and distributing through the country that is one thing that would happen and 1.3 would remain in the country and it would these are the fundamentals of economics and these are the reasons why economies thrive these are the reasons why economies grow all that money is being sucked out of the economy the government is giving and then the people are not getting anything it means it is going somewhere else and i'm saying if you can pay if you're willing to pay all that much money to a foreign company that is going to do that bullshit why why can't this be our lesson eh why can't this be our lesson and for god's sake the next time we give you know the next time we think about distributing these projects giving these projects to these companies we actually consider local projects as well local local companies as well because you see there are local companies very many local companies which can do exactly this there there's roco there is roco there is a company called roco it's like the biggest construction company in uganda it has built real estate firms it has built a lot of things it is every, it is in every district of the country it is in every religion it would have actually roko is so common because these are the guys who can finish your house in one week two weeks and then it cools down three weeks they they give you a grand you know permanent house because these people work efficiently and they give you quality because i've never seen any company i've never seen anyone any 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 project owner complaining about roko there are very many companies like roko in uganda and in east africa as particular because it wouldn't be the same you see kenya if a project was from if uh, the company hired on this project was from kenya it would still be the same because the people from kenya actually crossways to uganda and they buy they because last year uganda uganda exchanged around 300 million dollars in trade with kenya so money still money still evolves around money still evolves around the the region you know because when kenya grows uganda is growing you see you cannot have a united states and then you have a, you cannot have a united states which is kenya and then you have Uh, you have a uh, you have a chuba which is now uganda and they are sharing the same border if you have a united states at least you're going to have a canada beside it or you're going to have a idea not say mexico let's not go there but you see when kenya grows uganda grows when uganda grows kenya grows when uganda grows tz grows when tz grows kenya and uganda grows and that is the partnership so if there are local companies that can do that roko if roko can do that it would have taken four years and by this time roko would be done if not done the work would at least be half done halfway done we understand that the covid lockdown had you know all this impact on us but it would be done it would be almost done if not done so it all goes to one thing now big projects are life changing big projects are economy changing they are economy changing economy shifting if the government isn't willing to give any of those projects to local companies they do not believe that any of the local companies can do it and it is not a fact that is not true 
it is not that local companies can't do it it is a mentality that we have instilled in our heads and one part and partly it is our fault partly it is not partly it is because uh the rest of the the world the rest of the world has been so successful at actually making us that making us feel like we are inferior making us feel like we cannot do anything on ourselves making us feel like we can't do anything without them that's one part of the story and then another part of the story is us accepting that yes that's that's that, that, that's just the two parts of the story one they have been successful at making us feel like we cannot do anything on ourselves and then another part of the story is us accepting that it is actually true and i'm saying it is not true we have to wake up There's no company that is going to come from the United States construction a trillion dollar construct a trillion shillings or Kenyan shillings or Uganda shillings or Tanzanian shillings construct a trillion a trillion shilling product and then start investing in Uganda no that shit is called uh, profit repatriation whoever did economics or geography they know that profit repatriation when you have a when you have a company operating outside the country that profit yeah, the profit you make you take back home because that's where you also want to build your real estate farm that's where you also want to build your dream hospital or your dream restaurant or your you know dream cafeteria so you take that back you take back that money to your country so these people imagine sucking out a trillion that's just one that's just one one project by the way there has been other ways other other you know other many other projects happening around and this is i'm referring only to uganda but i'm i'm, I'm assuming each one of you is going to apply this theorem to any of the projects being snatched away from you guys in any of your respective countries because you see in Uganda we have around 3 dam projects going on all under construction right now and all all in the hands of chinese companies chinese companies which are making faults recently one of the biggest dams in the country one of the biggest dam projects in the country before it got initiated and upon completion in the dam there was a crack can you imagine <laughs> in the dam there was a crack before they completed it and they were almost completing and then they had to rebuild the whole thing so and that is a chinese company doing that i'm seeing i'm saying i'm just i'm simply saying there are all these faults these companies have been trying to show us from the beginning that they cannot that they cannot do the best that we think they can do and they they are as local and they are as faulty and they are as liable to making mistakes as our own local companies but we haven't been listening we don't seem to see that it is the truth we actually still lie in this wave of denial we cannot believe that we can do anything on ourselves so we still hire them and then they are taking they are stripping all this revenue from us because you see money is a cycle money is a cycle that happens quite um, quite surprisingly because you see if you have a friend who has a friend who has a friend who owes him money and that friend that friend at the end of the chain owes you money if you give the money to the first friend and they give it to the friend to their friend to their friend to their friend to their friend, to their friend and then the line of owing is in that order 
or they are chasing they are purchasing goods from each other and then the last person to get money is the friend you owe the friend who owes you money they will just pay you back and then they then you will have your money back in your pockets but you will have solved all the all the debts that you had so and everyone else in the line will have solved the debt so that's the money of cycle that's the money cycle so you have 1.6 trillion shillings that is from tax that is from the tax that these local people are paying if that money can come back through these people it is going to do a lot it does a lot it always does a lot that's how developing countries that's how developed countries came out and of course in most cases focusing on industrialization you see it is also a thing you have to focus on industrialization because focusing on industrialization one thing is people get employed and then the products that they start producing are consumed locally when these products are consumed locally they generate revenue local revenue and then this revenue goes back to the people who paid for the same products and then the same people who work in the same companies that makes the same products and that's just how an economy grows so in africa it's quite the opposite it can happen but we seem to not want it to happen we just don't want it to happen and we seem to be blindfolded i don't know what kind of leaders we have and it's this problem is everywhere in, in in africa this is not just an east african problem this problem is everywhere everywhere in africa the biggest projects are given to chinese biggest projects are given to italians biggest projects to europeans then americans and then we have these local companies thriving on small revenue they are looking for that one big project that they can boost that they can do and it boosts them for the next four or five years and the company thrives and imagine imagine investing actually i should call it injecting 1.6 trillion shillings into a local company imagine that so in kenya of course i don't know much about the story but in kenya one of the sports betting you know organizations was called sport pesa sport pesa i think started in uh, way in uh, around 2013 so by 2018 sport pesa had risen its revenue from 1 billion kenyan shillings to around 300 billion kenyan shillings 700 actually and i don't know if those are the correct figures though you guys you guys can search and see so and confirm so and then 2018 sport pesa just got shut just got shut down and all of a sudden it was a kenyan company purely kenyan all of a sudden because this company by the time they shut it it had almost 2000 employees across the country and then it was generating around uh 1 kenyan 1 million kenyan shillings per monthly per per, per month to the revenue injecting it back into the economy so the company just got shut down and i don't know how much i don't know how much of the story that i don't know but i think there were you know with issues with with it was in the essence of having having colonized almost all the minds of the youth in the nation and remember betting is an option and then they stopped that betting you know sport pesa just lost ground and then they crushed the company down i'm assuming there were european powers involved or indian powers involved because right now in kenya there must be a leading betting company and it isn't kenyan trust me
So I'm just saying, why do we have to do this to ourselves? Why do why are we crushing each other for them? Why why are we this blind? Eh? Why why do we hate ourselves this much? Africa, 54 sovereign states, 54 votes in the General World Assembly, 54 presidents who hate their own local companies. That's all I can say today. Anyway, this was a short one, but yeah, catch you on the next one, people. And on the next one, I will have... Uh, anyway, this will be just a spoiler, but just know I might have a guest. He will be a big one. So let's wait and see. Ciao.